actually had to close the book and I walked away and I'm looking at the book and I said, that's it now, I'm done. And it actually took me two days to go back. It's kind of like when Sarah Paulson came out a little bit later age and Holly Taylor coming out in later age. Mm -hmm. No one was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but there's literally no connection to that at all. We just know that she's really horny. <laughs> you must no you have to have. You're listening to season two of What Would Sappho Say? Follow us on our weird and wonderful journey as we read and review as many sapphic novels as we can. Hi everyone and welcome back. This is episode two of season two of What Would Sappho Say? Um, I'm still ever so gently nervous because it's I, I took a longer break than I had anticipated and so it's taken me a bit of time to get into the rhythm of things. Um, I have also lost my time and rhythm so <laughs> I was a bit late recording this episode which so it's going to be a, a really big haul to kind of get it recorded and edited and perfected and put up on time. Um, but we're still here. I'm We're still moving so... um. That's all I care about. If my timing is off, that's fine. And as somebody with OCD, there's a very large statement. I just want, I want to recognize that myself. Um, that saying, I don't care about the timing right now is a very big deal because normally I would get a rash. Um, so aside from that, my book this week is One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. This is a New York Times bestseller. But as I have said a bajillion times before, Everybody, when it comes to reading and books and stories, it's preferential to the person. It's very circumstantial. Like we're all, we all like different things. We prefer different things. So just because, just keep in mind, and I, I'm just reiterating this because I keep saying it, just because something is a New York Times bestseller does not mean that it's going to be the greatest thing you've ever read. Um, I picked up this book and with the with the reviews and stuff they had gotten I was like oh my god this is going to be amazing and I was my reaction was to it wasn't what I thought it was going to be so just keep that in mind that the same way you can't always judge a book by its cover you can't always judge it by its bestseller awards or whatever which is and I'm not saying that this book isn't good you'll see as we get into the episode that that's not the point but I just want to reiterate that point because I went into reading the book naively with very high expectations because it became highly recommended and because it was a New York Times bestseller. So I went against my own um, belief in that situation. I went against my own words and I went in with high expectations and I came out with milder ones. Um, so just bear that in mind. So... I'm going to read the, it's a, the synopsis is quite long, so just bear with me. I'm going to read it to you because again, it's a sci-fi kind of novel. It's not, I, I wouldn't class it as fantasy, but definitely sort of sci-fi kind of business because it's real life, but it has that sort of magical elements to it. So I'm going to read out the synopsis and then I'll give you my, my take on it, Um, we shall say. So it says, for cynical 23-year-old August, moving to New York City is supposed to prove her right that things like magic and cinematic love stories don't exist and the only smart way to go through life is alone. She can't imagine how waiting tables at a 24-hour pancake diner and moving in with two 
many weird roommates could possibly change that. And there's certainly no chance of her subway commute being anything more than a daily trudge through boredom and electrical failures. But then there's this gorgeous girl on the train. Jane. Dazzling, charming, mysterious, impossible Jane. Jane with her rough edges and swoopy hair and soft smile. Showing up in a leather jacket to save August's morning when she needs it most. August's subway crush becomes the best part of her day. But pretty soon she discovers that there's one big problem. Jane doesn't look like an old school punk rocker. She's literally displaced in time from the 1970s. And August is going to have to use everything she tried to leave in her past to help Jane. Maybe it's time to start believing in some things after all. So, as I said, it's kind of sci-fi. August meets Jane and Jane is um from a different time zone. She's from the 70s and she has gotten displaced, as it says on the back of the book, in the here and now. And so that's the tragic side to it, is that she's not actually from the present time period that August is in. She is a blip. Now, I've mentioned before, fantasy novels and sci-fi. Now, I say they're not really my thing. They're not really my thing to read um, necessarily. I watch certain sci-fis, like a very, very gentle sci-fi stuff, but I, I don't watch anything too in-depth because it's, it, it's very hard for me to keep up and I don't have the same level of, uh, my brain's not very detail oriented when I'm watching TV shows. I watch the same ones over and over again because I don't have to think about them. First Kill, as I mentioned in my last episode, was probably one of them, the more kind of fantasy sci-fi things that I'd watched and, and that I could actually pay attention to. And the only reason I was able to fully pay attention to it was because I watched it alongside Lena, who had already watched it. And she is super detail oriented when it comes to TV shows. She picks up details that you, that like, I'm sure the directors even forgot about when they happened or the writers or whatever. So watching shows with horror has been easier because I get more detail. I rewatched all the Harry Potter films with her on purpose because she read all the books and she watched all the movies and she sees all of the little things that other people might see but that I don't and so it made the movies and and stuff more interesting for me. So it's not re- it's not really my gig. Um it takes a little bit of time for me to get into it and to actually understand what's going on. I normally have to read things or watch things more than once before I start picking up and actually understanding what's happening. So that was a bit of a struggle for me when I was reading this um it's it's sort of the same problem I have when I watch any Marvel movies I don't understand the whole multiverse thing the quantum realm and all of this stuff so knowing that one of my characters in this book was um a blip in reality or a displacement in time was something that I had to kind of like slowly come to terms with because it was it was very difficult and that also made it difficult for me to connect to the story because I was trying really hard to use my brain um because it's just not those they're not things that I'm very good at it's not something my brain is very strong at doing so you know I'm a Virgo so things need to be quite literal for me (laughs) um so yeah having said that um I did enjoy it it was it's as I said, very mild sci-fi. Um, so I did, it was easier for me to get into than maybe another fantasy or another sci-fi novel that I have read or will read in the future. So 
it was a mild version, so it was kind of it was easier to find find the the grip. Um, so August is bisexual, and Jane is a lesbian. Jane is also Chinese. Um, and the one thing I will say about this book that made that really made it and made it so lovely was how diverse the the characters are. I I keep going to say cast and I keep making this mistake when I'm talking about characters in books. I say cast and then I realise it's not a fucking show and it's a book. Um, but the characters are very diverse. There's um a lot of people of colour, there's a lot of different um sexual orientations and genders and um we have a drag queen in it um so that like that makes the book very like it's 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 really nice and it's really um it's a really queer book and it feels like a really queer space when you're reading it like the environment that you're reading about feels very queer and it's really nice um it's very open one of the characters is actually very in tune sort of universally and spiritually so that also was a really nice element to it um because especially going from the first book that we did Georgia Peaches and other forbidden fruits that was very like uh religion orientated and then this one our, one of our characters is very kind of universal and spiritual in a sense and it's really nice because those are two really big differences in the world at the minute a lot of people are finding themselves connecting to the universe and spirituality and crystals and meditation and manifestation and then other people are still very um involved in their faith and their religion so and then there's obviously people in the middle which are also in this book August as you see in the synopsis is very skeptical she doesn't really believe in any of that stuff she doesn't believe in magic she's very cynical I have also been very cynical in the past more skeptical than cynical I was never fully sure I do believe in magic um wholeheartedly I believe in magic and that probably doesn't come as a shock considering I'm Irish and a lot of our um mythologies and our background is uh stories of magic and fairies and all sorts of things and so that's probably not shocking but I've always been sort of skeptical about um crystals and all of that thing now having said that I do have a table full of different crystals and chakra stones and whatever so you know I'm skeptical but I'm involved <laughs> so it was nice to kind of see that element to the story as well um but the three characters or the three people that Jane or that August lives with excuse me um Myla, Nico and Wes are absolutely brilliant characters they're they all represent a different type of person and a different sort of emotional roller coaster and different types of people and it's really nice because there's somebody for everybody in this book, like quite literally anybody. Um, the characters are super different to the characters you would generally find in a, a romance novel. And it gives a really nice, quirky and very loving, um, very welcoming uh, kind of feel to the book because of those. Myla is actually my favorite character. She's absolutely hilarious. Um, she's the voice of reason, but she's also Mads a brush. Um, she's very funny, and so I do really love her character. Um, Wes would be the other character that I that I love because we see his, 
you see a lot of his development. He's quite like Jane in a sense of like, he doesn't want to get attached to people. Um, he's very closed off. He's had to deal with um, uh, really big mental struggles and stuff. So he's a really nice character to have. It's a, each character has a completely different perspective on life and the way they approach things and the way they approach love and relationships and friendships and all that kind of thing. So you can kind of relate to each of the characters in different ways um, and they're all so different and so unique that it just makes it such a uh, an open and sort of welcoming space to to be involved in. You sort of wish you were surrounded by these people all the time. Um, but obviously the main story is wrapped around August and Jane. Now August has a lot of things that she does with herself. She has um a sort of strained relationship with her mom. Um not in the not in the normal sense that you would think. Her mom loves her very much and they're constantly in contact. But August sort of feels mm, trapped by that in a sense or or like it took something from her. Um and then Jane has no contact with her family because she obviously blipped to a different time period. So, um, and on top of that, there's other family struggles. So you get a lot of different family perspectives as well and family dynamics and relationships, whatever, which is also really nice. Um, so the cast and, or, see what I mean, the characters and the environment, um, that they're in is really nice it's really diverse um it's really inclusive it's really welcoming it's really open it's really loving despite the fact that Wes and August are not people that want to get connected and they're not people that want to have deep connections because they're skeptical of people and relationships and love the people around them don't let them get away with that and um sort of in the I don't know I don't know if I told this story before but when I first met Lena I actually straight out said to her I don't know if I want to be your friend because I was very nervous about making new friends um even at 24 I was very like oh I don't know if I can trust any of these people but Lena didn't really let up on that she was very gentle with me very loving very like affectionate very uh, sort of not o overly friendly is the wrong term but she sort of pushed my um my limits in that sense to teach me how to sort of trust my gut feeling and allow her to connect with me and stuff and so that's sort of what the characters do with August and with Wes and August and, and Wes have developed a relationship in a sense of like they understand each other a bit differently than the others um and it creates a nice space for them to open up together but separately and obviously with different people um but because they have each other you kind of feel that because they have somebody else behind them that understands them it's easier for them to sort of open up and so that's a really nice aspect to the story it's a really nice um added level to the character development is that Jane and August, although they're our main characters, aren't the only ones that develop strongly. So it it adds more levels to the story and you're not just, it's not one dimensional. Um, 
But in terms of August and Jane and, and their relationship, I don't want to give too much away because there's a lot of mystery in the story. Um, there's a lot of mystery surrounding August's family and her relationship with her mom. Her mom sort of is, has been on a hunt August's entire life to find her brother who went missing. Um, and that kind of took over August's life. And you learn that from like the first two, three chapters. So there's nothing majorly <laughs> revealing there. But so I don't want to give too much away when it comes to their relationship uh, with Jane and August because there's a lot of mystery wrapped around it. But what I will say is this. I am somebody who is... I like very gentle affection. I like softness. I like gentle words, affectionate words. Um, I'm not... I'm I I would be sweary and sort of rough in my language in a general conversation, but when it comes to my relationships, I'm I'm not like that at all. I would never speak <laughs> I'd never speak to Lena the way I would speak to my sister or one of my friends or whatever. Like I don't like I don't know, it focuses like every second word in <laughs> in, in my in, in Irish culture. So I I wouldn't mint my words in that sense, but when it comes to relationships, um and the person that I'm dating, I would be a lot gentler. And I like to receive more gentle sort of affection and, and words and stuff like that. So something that made it difficult for me to um, be engrossed in in the relationship of these two characters is that they're kind of crass. They're, the language is kind of rough. It's very um, sexual, which we're all aware I'm not very good at. Um, I don't, I'm not, it's not something I'm particularly comfortable with. Um, August, I believe, keeps a sex diary, which made me feel weird. Um, if somebody kept a sex diary, if I found out that Lena kept note of all of our sexcapades, I would want to burn that thing. Um, <laughs> so that made me feel a bit weird. Um, but it's very, they're very sort of kind of rough with each other. Um... Not not like physically rough, but just their language is very rough. When when they kind of have their like love confession moment, it's very like there's a lot of swearing, there's a lot of like, oh like, what do you think I'm saying? Like, why don't you understand what I'm saying? sort of thing. And I read it in a very like it, it just seemed very sort of like if somebody tried to confess their love to me like that, I'd be like, Oh my god, no thanks. I don't want that. Um because it sort of sets a tone for the relationship and I would not enjoy that. And so it was really hard for me to be like, oh, that's really like, I really love this love because it felt really like, um, blunt. Uh, sort of, as I said, like a little rough around the edges and I'm not, I'm not one for that kind of, uh, that's not the loving language I would use. Now, that's not to say there isn't relationships like that and I have no issue with that. I, I watch Rose and Rosie all the time I love those two women I just think they're hilarious and the way they talk to each other they slag each other off like all the time and the way Rose talks to Rosie sometimes you're a bit like oh my god but that's that's the way they communicate and that's the way they understand each other and they love each other and there are also moments in their videos where you're like oh like they really do love each other and you can tell by the way they look at each other but I can see them on a video like it's easy and I've I, I've seen them in person and so 
you can so you can see their connection. You can see how gentle they feel about each other. But it was really hard to see that when I was reading this book. <laughs> so because I couldn't see the way they looked at each other or like see their gentler moments until like more towards the end. It was really hard for me to be like, oh, this is such nice love. Like I understand there's relationships out there that aren't like mine and that are different and people communicate differently and they love differently and they show affection differently. And I get that. And I'm not judging that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. But I just, it's just not something I can sort of really like connect to because it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a gentle person, guys. That's all it is. Um, And so I prefer, I can connect better to, to sort of gentler love like that. Um, So, you know, without giving too much away, that's sort of, the dynamic of the relationship and if that's the way your relationship is or that's the way you communicate you're gonna fucking love these two like you're gonna absolutely it's brilliant they slag each other off a lot which I do like um me being me if I can it was certainly with my friends if I can slag off my friends or I can be a bit more if I can make fun of my friends a bit more we can take a joke with each other then we have a really good relationship if I can slag you off or we can have a laugh with each other we're great friends um <laughs> so with my friends I, I'd be more like that so if that's the way that you communicate like <laughs> these two are epic for you like you're gonna love them um because it it, it does get quite funny at times um and as I said, the more the book goes on and the more characters develop and the story develops and they begin to understand each other more, it does get a bit more gentle. And towards the end of the book, I was more invested than I was at the beginning. So it did, it sort of levels, it balances out in a way. And it comes with our characters learning things about themselves and about each other and beginning to understand their relationship and their feelings and their emotions and their life and their their journeys and their healing it, it obviously the way they interact changes because of that and it does become a bit more gentle because they understand each other a little bit better and they've a little bit more it's not this frantic like really intense like attraction and love to each for each other it's it becomes more than that in the beginning it's very like um intense which when you actually read the story you'll understand why that is and once I understood that which I will repeat sci-fi is not really my strong point so it took me a minute to fully grasp it but you will understand why as as you go through it um and I a lot of the again without giving too any too much away I was under the impression that this was going to be one of the saddest books I'd read and it wasn't really that um I read a lot of reviews that were like, this thing's going to break your heart and you will cry for days and oh, it just hurts your soul or whatever. I wasn't affected like that with this book. Now, I don't know if that means I'm really hard on the inside or what. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it wasn't as sad as I anticipated. It was a very like tragic love story and like oh Jane's an impossible person she's in the wrong timeline how can they possibly make it work kind of thing but it wasn't tragic in the in the way that I had read in a lot of the reviews so you can take that with a pinch of salt and I mean maybe you did read it and sobbed your heart out and that's fair enough um but I I just didn't I just didn't um and their their meet cute is very it's very um 
kind of cliche romance stuff, which I like. It's August spills coffee all over herself when she's trying to run for the train, gets on the train and Jane is there and they have their meet cute on the train. And that sense, August has coffee all over her, which I am very... No, I'm not as intense about my appearance as other people might be, but I do care about the way I present myself. And if I had met Lena in the state that August was in when she met Jane, I would have ran away and I never would have spoken to her again. I would have got a different train or I would have got a taxi to work every day. Don't care if it left me broke. Absolutely not. I'd be mortified. Um, but August is a bit more, a bit more nonchalant about it in a, in a way. And now she does find Jane absolutely like just so attractive. Um, and so she does have that bit of like, oh my God, like the same me right now, but she kind of gets past it and they get past it with each other. But I just would have moved country <laughs> if that was me. Um, but I mentioned earlier that August and her mom have this backstory of her uncle, August's uncle or her mom's brother went missing and her mom had spent her entire life searching for him. And that actually becomes one of the most interesting parts of the book. It's how that story develops and how it ties into um, Jane and August's relationship and their development and the story's development. It actually becomes one of the one of the pieces that I was most invested in, as I said, like, because it was hard for me to connect to their relationship, um, I went, my brain went elsewhere to look for things to grasp onto. And this, the mystery of August's uncle was the one that I kind of grabbed onto. And it, 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 it it's really brilliant the way it, it ends up intertwining in the rest of the plot and the, the characters and stuff. And, it has a big impact on how August and her mom learn to communicate with each other and how their relationship develops and the way they speak to each other and the way they respect each other is affected by it. And it has a complete knock-on effect. It you, you think in the beginning that it's just a secondary story and it's just part of August's development as a person and it's part of her backstory, but it actually becomes part of the main story. And that, to me, was... But I loved that um, because in the beginning I was like, oh, why are, why are you telling me this? Like, it's great and all. And I get she has to have a background, but we don't need to keep bringing it up. We're like halfway through the book now. I don't think it's necessary. And then all of a sudden it becomes necessary. And I was like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> so I was a bit picky about it in the beginning. And then I was uh, gently humbled um, by that. So it, it was really nice. And I, I really enjoyed how that began to sort of intertwine into the rest of the plot I thought it was brilliant um and it allowed for really good story development um because one of the things that I kind of had was sort of picky about was how this book is a thick book man like it it's thick it's probably one of the thicker ones that I've read actually and so I think it's probably the thickest one is it I believe it is Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a long story, and so I had, as I've mentioned before, I'm a little bit picky about 
wordy stories like that give me a lot of information that feels sort of unnecessary and it's like gap it sort of feels a little gap fillery or it's almost too descriptive or too in-depth with the character's thoughts sometimes you can get a bit you skip parts because you're like uh, you just know that it's a bit that isn't going to be necessary for the rest of the information or the rest of the plot and um, or the the climax or whatever so there was a, some of that I did find myself writing the word wordy a couple of times which others have to fill pages they have to bring a story in gently if if it's especially if it's sci-fi or a mystery or fantasy like you have to really like drag it out and so I understand that but I just it, it I just as I said I don't have great patience um in literally anything I don't have patience for anything so when a book is kind of wordy I get very like oh it just gets to the point and sometimes I'll do that thing where I'll skip a, a couple of paragraphs and I'll go to where you get to the main point of what's being said and then I'll be like is it worth reading back over to see if I miss anything and then I I make that decision and if I think it's worth going back I will go back and read it otherwise I'll just keep going um so I can I can get a bit antsy like that so there was it did take it it was a very gentle process very slow process into the climax and stuff um which when you have a lot of characters that have a lot uh, who each who develop individually and as a unit and then you have August's backstory that also that also develops um you it's it, it's gonna take some time and so it did take a it, it took some time to get to it um and so when I was looking at the reviews there were so many questions of like how long is it going to take me to read this and some people were like it took me quite a while or it I read through it really quickly but I had to take my time with this one because it, it was very wordy in parts and you know there was there was quite a bit of information that I I did skip because I didn't think it was absolute which probably doesn't give me the full experience of a book in maybe the author's opinion or in other readers opinion and that's I'm sure at points probably true and um, but I do go back and read it if if I feel like it's absolutely necessary um but I do I did actually really like the writing style of this book the way it's written although wordy in parts and it takes a bit of time for the plot to really start getting going um I did really like the style of writing um and there's a lot of dialogue in it which I do appreciate especially more towards the end there's a lot of dialogue and I like a lot of dialogue because I feel like you get to know you get to know the characters like a balance is the perfect thing where we get the uh, the the characters thoughts feelings perspective and then you get the dialogue on top of that when there's a good balance it's per like that's the perfect moment um because you get both things but because this was very um wordy in the very beginning the more dialogue at the end may kind of balanced it out for me so I did I did really enjoy that and especially because a lot of it it was really hard for me to keep up with thought wise or like with, with just um August's thoughts and and feelings and stuff those were kind of hard for me to keep up with and because it's sci-fi you need a bit more of the characters talking and explaining stuff better um is for me to sort of understand what's going on and so the more dialogue in this for me was better because 
especially when it comes to the sci-fi stuff, our character Nico does a lot of the explaining of it and sort of dumbs it down for everybody else in the room. And that was really helpful for me because it meant that I got to understand it a little bit quicker. If it was a lot of just August thoughts and stuff, I probably would have got very, very fucking lost. <laughs> so the the more dialogue for me in this one, the better, because I kind of understood things a little bit quicker. Um, And the main way that August and Jane communicate is when they're actually with each other. Um, And so it's dialogue heavy in their relationship because it has to be and when you you read it you'll understand why that is and so normally I look for a really good balance but in this one I I did prefer the more dialogue because as I said like I got more information because of the all of the different characters and their perspectives so that was easier that was that was a better that was better for me was when it started to get a bit more dialogue heavy um, but other people love reading pe- the characters' thoughts and stuff, and that's I understand that. Um, there's people who don't really like a lot of dialogue, and that's that's fine. So, you know, there's a lot of moments in this book where it is just August and her thoughts and her feelings. Um, so, you know, if if that's your if that's your thing, then you'll probably enjoy, uh, particularly the first half of this book. Um, but I just. Overall, as I said, like I went into it really high expectations and overall I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but I was definitely um, taken down a peg or two and reminded that just because people say this is really, really good or an award says it's really, really good doesn't necessarily mean that you should go into it thinking it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Um, In the same way that they say don't judge a book by its cover, like I said earlier. Um, I definitely went into this with expectations based off of those two things was the reviews and uh, the because it was a, a, a New York Times bestseller, which is <laughs> rookie move on my part. Um, so I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but because it was, as I said, at the end towards the end I got very invested in it and it was really interesting towards the end and the way the climax sort of comes into play and the way it starts to roll out is really good and I really enjoyed it um but as I said like in the in the first half of the book I was a bit like oh this is gonna take me a while um but as it as the the plot started to thicken was was when I started to really kind of hook onto the book so it wasn't disappointing um but I just it was was my own fault because of the expectations I went in with and that's that's just something to be aware of in reading any book not not this just this book in particular it was just this book that sort of reminded me of that um of that notion because I've gone in I've I've gone into reading books going oh this is probably going to be really like lame and then I read it and I'm like oh shit that was really good and then I'll go into it thinking it's going to be the greatest thing I've ever read. And it isn't. It's just a good story and a good book. Um, It's a very kind of normal level of really good. <laughs> um, So that's just a, a gentle reminder. You, every one of us will have a book that we go into thinking it's the most amazing thing since sliced bread. And then we actually read it and we're like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't earth shattering, but it was okay. 
Um, this this book was just my one of those. Um, <laughs> uh, there's been a couple of books that I started in this whole podcast journey, thinking it was going to be absolute shite, and it wasn't. So you know, um, don't make your build your expectations as you read a book, not before you read it. <laughs> um, lesson number one, <laughs> certainly for me. Um, so yeah, it was a good story. It was the development and stuff happened very late, in my opinion. Um, obviously, the story had to be kind of uh thawed out because it's a mystery it's a sci-fi sort of thing so you're playing with a lot of different elements and a lot of different characters so it makes sense but it just just keep that in mind um when you do go to read that now i'm gonna do my writings um and like i said before these are my personal feelings that is not to say I'm not at any point will I say that this book is terrible or the writer is terrible or any of those things because this is all just a very personal opinion. And if you are anything like me, these reviews will be helpful for you. Now, if something is absolutely atrociously offensive or it's it absolutely should not be <laughs> um it, like I think it's going to be really really triggering for a lot of people or whatever I will absolutely put that out there as we did do maybe once last season we did have to lay down the law for one particular book because there was a lot of people offended and upset by it so I will do that but if not then I'm not going to I'm not going to say don't read this or it's crap I have I've not I've not done that so again these uh, reviews and the Ratings are, stuff are very personal to me. And as I said, if you're like me or you think we're kind of similar in a way, these are going to, like, we'll probably be on the same level. So it'll be a bit easier for you to pick your books and know that you're going to get good representation. And as I said, the characters in this, in this book are super diverse, very inclusive. So it was one of the, the queerest queer books I've read so far it was very queer but it not in a there was no like there wasn't a single stereotype that I could find and it was one of the queerest things I've read because the space was very queer and the characters were very diverse and there's a lot of people of color so you know um that was one of the strongest things about this book and I think that's one of the main points that I got out of this was although it wasn't my particular favorite kind of love story um or the it was a bit slow for my liking or whatever it still was one of the queerest books i've read and so that that kind of upped the 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 overall rating for me personally um so for plot i gave it a 5 Character development, I gave it three. Story development, I also gave it three. And both of those were just for the, the pacing of that. Um, some of it was sort of abrupt. Um, stereotypes, I gave it five because there wasn't any. And yet it was one of the most diverse books I've read. Um, and then relatability, I gave a five. I gave relatability a five purely because of how many different characters there was. Um, 
the relatability I judged it not on the relationship itself because the relationship in the book and the love story in the book wasn't something that I could um relate to personally there's a um there's a lot of queer people who probably will um as I said because of the way they communicate with each other there's going to be a lot of people who relate to that but I sort of mostly based my relatability in this one on the the diverse characters in it which I thought was brilliant and as I said it was one of the queerest books I read so um yeah um there is somebody in this book for everyone there's also relationships for everyone in this book because uh August and Jane aren't the only couple in it so there's different relationships for all of us to connect to and there was one or two others that I could connect to it just wasn't August and Jane so it's it's as I said it's very well rounded there's a relationship there's a character there is a story for everyone in it uh for everyone who reads it so that's why relatability is 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 so high um so yeah overall that gives it a 4.2 out of 5 um the three things that drove it really were the fact that like stereotypes and relatability were the two things that really made this this book for me um the plot I gave a five because it's a good it's a good story and it's a good idea and I really liked the the like I've read a couple of fantasy novels I liked that this one was kind of sci-fi more and it was kind of gentle um so, but the stereotypes and the relatability sections were the two things that really made this book for me. Um, so, you know, the, and, and there's a conversation that August and Jane have about um, Jane's actual name, like her, her, her Chinese name. She uses Jane, obviously, as I know a lot of uh, people do because people are assholes and they'll be like, eh, I can't pronounce that. And it's like, so they use a different one there's a lot there's a lot to be said for for those conversations um and they're conversations that we should be having and that we're trying to start having certainly here anyway so there's something to be said about the fact that that comes up and as I said all of the other social um social lessons and and things that are addressed in this book is also connected to that so um yeah it's just a it's a very welcoming, very inclusive book, and I, I really liked that about it. That's what really drove it for me. Um, so yeah. Um overall, I it got a fairly high rating, in fairness. It just wasn't necessarily for the love story, maybe. Um, for me anyway. But yeah, I my next book <clears throat> is going to be, excuse me, is going to be Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. Um I have, if you didn't see my Twitter this week, I have changed the upload day of these episodes from Saturday to Sunday because a bitch works on a Friday and normally I would edit on a Friday to have it uploaded on a Saturday, but I work on a Friday now and um, so it's a bit harder for me to get the editing done on the Friday, otherwise I have to do it at like 7 o'clock in the evening and uh, I don't want to do that. So, <laughs> so they will be going up on Sunday. It'll be at the same time at, at 12 o'clock Irish time. Um, it will be going up. And so it's just the day that's changed. Um, so instead of Saturday, it's Sunday. But do keep an eye on the Twitter and the Instagram if any of that changes or any other updates that come. So yeah, 
Honey Girl is next. If you have read it, if it's on your to read list, um, you can let me know what you thought about it. You can message me on any of the platforms that I'm on, Goodreads, Twitter, Instagram, any of those things. You can also uh, answer questions in the polls on Spotify if you listen to it on Spotify. Um, so anywhere on those, just let me know if you've read it, what you thought of it, if it's something that you're going to read, or if you have other recommendations for me, throw them at me, please. So yeah, you can let me know on any of those platforms and I will see you in two weeks. You've been listening to What Would Sappho Say? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Say, And please don't be afraid to leave a comment and let us know what you think of the series and or the books that we're covering. We're always happy to have other people's opinions on board. And please don't forget that when you're buying your next queer novel, ask yourself, what would Sappho say?